Hi, I'm Les Ferdinand and you're listening to the Tales from the East End podcast. So get your money out now and phone up and give us the money. Do it now and get your friends to do it. Just chip it empty your pockets just now in the room and send it. Cheesy. Tales from the East End episode 118 and it's me, Gary P. And of course, the Prof. Carl Riley. Hello, I'm Garrett. What time is it right now? It's 6.08am, Prof. We're recording at all times now. It's literally record as you go at this stage, isn't this it? This hour actually exists. Yeah, it does. Well, there's, oh, this is actually normal for me. This is me. I'd be at home making the lunches now and just eating most of them as well. That's what happens. Eat half the lunches and make them again. Well, we've moved to Wednesday uh, releases now, and I don't know about you, but that totally threw me off last week. I spent the whole of Wednesday last week thinking it was Thursday. How did I remind you? I remind you in some way, didn't I? And you were like, oh yeah, listen, I can't do this. And I was like, yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you were trying to give me something in work. I was like, well, it's too late now, the game's tomorrow. Oh yeah, the mic. I was trying to get the mic, yeah. yeah. And you were like, yeah, like it's... The game's not, tomorrow. I haven't got any days left. I was like, I was yeah, like it's, no, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Happened to James Law as well. Like yeah, totally every, every, everybody's totally just walking around, him. just yeah. in a daze because the podcast has changed. <laughs> Ken, days. Kenny B just totally refused to listen to it <laughs> outside his traditional Thursday. Get out of the club, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's this sponsored by Ocean Electrical? Fantastic, guys. If you want to check out some of their work as well, they have done the lighting in the new vintage rooms, aka the Jobstown House. And. Uh, very very the mood lighting in there is what they did is very cool and apparently the food is great as well so the wings are what I'm being told to get prof you wouldn't be much of a wing guy would you you're more of a burger pizza type dude I don't mm. think I've even seen you eat chicken wings I've eaten them yeah that's but a right. book a bucket of chicken wings and a, and a couple of points that's your thing isn't it so that's Ocean Electrical and they're available at Ocean Electrical info at, at oceanelectrical.ie and find them on Facebook as well so it's a Tala based Rovers Ran member owned Electrical company, so that's Ocean Electrical. Now we're going to talk about Borgie's five-star show against Cork, the trip to war for the Monday, and then Friday's massive game in Dundalk. I think that's an understatement, Prof. There's an interview with YouTube whiz kid Dean Granger, Keen Cabinet, and questions from East Ham with our three goalies, Alan Manis, Leon Pauls, and mystery opponent. Who could it be, Prof? Although could it be? it's not a mystery if you're a Tifty's patron because yeah. you've already watched the video, right? Because they're available to watch if you are a patron, a loyal patron, hashtag Tifty's loyal. We have plenty in store for you patrons coming up. Gary's getting very hashtaggy lately. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Possibly a little collaboration with a certain beer that are fond of us. So another reason. And we'll have raffles coming up as well for our next couple of batch, our next batches of patreons which do include the original ones as well so we don't exclude them but i think in the for the next 20 that sign up when we hit the 50 mark on patreon we're gonna have a bumper prize we're gonna have like vouchers badges club merch it's gonna be a massive massive big basket at a big huge prize plus we'll have second and third prizes as well it's gonna be crazy 
We're actually the amount the amount of shit we're giving away. This is actually crazy at this stage. Too much content. Too much content, yeah. But uh, yeah, so the mystery opponent, uh, not too fond of cameras. So uh, apologies to Aaron McInef for saying what's made the goal against Bose, and it was actually he took it quite personal. So apologies to Big A Mac. Yeah. That sublime touch of his was credited to Watsy, but it's the big A Mac man. And uh, I said again, to him afterwards against Cork, I was like, my sincerest apologies. Yeah, what a yeah. touch. What a touch. And um, yeah, we were right, rightly put in our place as well. So our first podcast post will be to Sligo March 7th. It's going to be on Air Sports as well, which hasn't affected the attendance at all. Uh, we didn't. We decided not to go for a standby list this year. We just diverted them to the ultras and the other buses, which makes more sense. So we're going to try and meet up with everybody in the same place at a stop off secret location at the minute. Um, yeah, but so if you are interested in going, ultras have loads and loads of space. Uh, Gary Twig have space. I think the hoops has Sierra one on one. So it's going to be a big, big, big. And we've we've got some. We've got a few surprises planned for the bus as well. So uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Full to the brim, possibly overbooked, <laughs> but we'll we'll manage. Are you saying that Cahill Doyle is going to be standing in the aisle again, <laughs> flying the through the windscreen, <laughs> literally sitting down the back of the bus, chatting away? Right, the little fella comes up, call, oh yeah, everyone's chatting away, and then you look again, and he's gone. <laughs> like where? Where's that kid that was just standing there? And then he's. It's like, uh, did you ever see the original It, where Belch is getting sucked through the tube? And he's just his legs are touching his feet, and he's squash. And you just see him going flying through the air. That's what happens when Yokes hits the brakes. Yeah, I think that took me two hours to get to the top of the bus on that on that trip. It was that bad. It was like fucking skin club. It was insane. But um, yeah, so uh, definitely looking forward to Sligo. Always, always a good day. Out. Good little football town. And uh, we hammer Cork. We'll move on to Cork now. Prof 6-0. First home game of the season. Ferrugia in for Lafferty. I think we called it. And that was the only change in the starting 11. Um, I was happy enough with the starting 11. Ferrugia on a pitch and a day like that. Possibly not the best conditions for him. But I thought he impressed enough. I was surprised yet not surprised Joey started. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of those. You're thinking yeah. there's no way. His shoulder was backwards, like it was hanging out of his other shoulder. And then he just starts, you're looking at him going, fucking hell, Joe, you're going to regret it when you retire. Um, yeah, so uh, lead up to it, the 1899 was absolutely jam-packed. I don't rub it in. Brilliant like, to see. I can't make this 1899. Brilliant to see. Uh, you love to see it, Prof. You want to see how packed it was, Prof. Stop. They were giving out free points and curries, curries <laughs> which wasn't even charged for, extra paprika. Uh, uh, I can only make kickoff now for home games for the foreseeable future. So it's even more like I, I can only go. I can only make well. I can get in early. Early is not a problem, but going into work straight after the home games is the killer. It really is. It's, it has been for years. But I just, fuck, I just get on with it. But you sometimes just want to stay out and have a couple of points. But uh, we're in the bar. I can't remember who was chatting to us. I think it might have been Cottle Doyle. And I was just looking. I was like, "There's Les Ferdinand." Lads were like, "Shut up, you." It's like, no, there's Les Ferdinand, just walked in, got a point, and then Tommy Cannon got a hold of him. And I, I nearly felt like sending someone over going, get mm. fucking Tommy Cannon away from Les Ferdinand. They're the same age, apparently. <laughs> they are the same yeah. age. It sure wasn't Clinton Morrison. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's in great, Nick. And I snared him. I snared him. I just, I wanted to get a sound boy and uh, asked him for 
I said, who are you here watching? He said he was watching Duchesne on loan from QPR. And I said, who are you really watching? He just tapped his nose, so... Mm. Well, he was watching the guy that got sent off. Yeah. That's, is that the guy? That's him, yeah. Duchesne, Rawlings or something along those lines. Yeah. But the Dangerous Day came up to him and said, don't fucking sign any of our players. <laughs> it walked off. <laughs> Les just left stand there. But he was actually quite... like He was, he was very nice. He was taking pictures with everybody. He didn't say no to anybody. He's a lovely fella. Um, I'd be starstruck as well by those sort of 90s Premier League oh, era players. That would, would, have been, would have been the ones that we yeah. grew up on looking at on Premier League stickers. Yeah. And putting them in your book and all. I was just looking at them, like the second I saw them. It was like seeing Edge in the airport, remember? Yeah. I was just like, this dude's less better now. He's real. <laughs> He's a real person. Uh, what have we got now? We've got the... The performance leading to the opening goal, one nil on Borky. Uh, it was it was a like a swung in ball from Bourne. I actually got Jaden to analyze this performance, and um, Bourne swung in a ball. Was it the terrible clearance from the? Yeah, it was long? real like weak clearance. Yeah. went straight to Borky, and then Borky took it, shimmy of the shoulders, drop of the shoulders, and then placed into the bottom corner. Yeah. Very very nice finish. But before that, uh. Like we totally lost our momentum for like ten minutes. They like, were. I thought they were all over us. To be honest, we, uh, about for about ten minutes, we lost control yeah. altogether. Didn't they have a couple of good chances? They maybe they, th- three shots on goal. I think in the whole game, and it came in the first yeah. twenty minutes, possibly. They had a great chance, maybe ten minutes into the match, where S- over the bar, someone was true on goal. Did he score it over the bar? I think he did. Yeah, but uh, I think was yeah. your man that got sent off. It was looking dodgy there for a, sp- for a spell. Because I was thinking, these are up for this. And then we get this goal, and then the floodgates just open. Floodgates. It was a very funny moment where, uh, I, I think it must have been Cork was shooting into the south stand in the first half, weren't they? So mm-hmm. they were trying to take a corner, and it was so windy, the corner flag was getting in the way of the corner taker. You think that the linesman would just hold it for him, but you wouldn't. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then some steward came over and held it in place for him. And it, but then it kept flapping back and forth. <laughs> and this went on for like two minutes. Yeah, it was like it's like in in real time. It's quite long. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound long, but in real time yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. So I, the props perch was absolutely jammers. I couldn't even find you. I was looking around and I saw the beautiful deco. And I had to hand up the mm. mic. Couldn't even get there. It was absolutely jam packed. AKA Peaky Blinders. Yeah, full of everyone. Yeah, full of everyone. Like everyone you knew. It was class. Um, well, that wasn't class. Ah, that's what you want. You why, want why, everybody why, jammed on. in. Perhaps perch though. The pro- well, should technically be a, you are still in the perch. You there should be a form to fill in. Three rows back seniority. <laughs> Props perch seniority. Yeah. Or maybe one of those red velvet ribbons that we can hold up around it. Um, the second goal as well, bit of good work from Finn out on the right. Uh, bit of luck involved, possibly. Kind of fluky. Borky, little swivel, torn, and just kind of rolled in. Good finish. The, the turn was actually lovely mm. and clever, but it just seemed like the car players were standing there looking clueless. It was terrible defending. It oh. really was. It was an awful defensive display. Yeah. Um, Duchesne I think it was you, did you ever watch Top Boy Duchesne where's the food no. I watched Top Boy <laughs> this is one of the main characters I didn't it's know called... his first name until you said it so that's, yeah, was that's the only reason I know him because yeah. it's Duchesne because it's Top Boy uh, the food mm. um, yeah red card on 45 minutes and this was a I think it was a, a foot race with Pico Lopez and you don't really win these uh, so he was losing and he decided the missile drop kick him 
and then he got red card. <laughs> what the hell was this? What the fuck was he doing? He, he literally missed a drop kick. Them. One of those ones where you land on your back. Yeah, WWE. You don't even jump to the side. He just jumped <laughs> two feet and hammered him. Joey O'Brien straight over. Oh, I love that. Backing up his mates. Take the booking for that. Take Joey. The booking. Protecting his boys. <laughs> what was he thinking? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, this is it's my big chance to impress Les Ferdinand. What am I gonna do? I'm just gonna kick someone in the face. Mm. What was he thinking? Someone pointed out actually we'd only two yellows in our first two games. Which is impressive considering Bowes and Cork tried to kick us the whole two games. Yep. And we're we're not like biting it. There's a lot of our uh, our aspects of our game have has improved immeasurably as regards to discipline and the dark arts as well which is something that we've been speaking about recently and nobody knew about this red card when we got into the suite because it I was, missed it. It, it, was oh, it was right in the stroke at half time and we'd all just wanted to get in out of the rain as soon as possible yeah 40 minutes is our time to kind of walk slowly to the bar and try and catch the last 5 minutes as you're walking to get see, a good spot in the bar you see, I can't see the scoreboard from where I am. I think Carol Kearns threw me off, but he was just going to the jacks. So I thought, all right, it must be the far. It is very hard to see where we stand, mark yeah. or something. And so I actually ended up leaving too early. But uh, Dan in Australia, he was informing us. <laughs> we're at the game. We're at the game. What a bad like, tackle. I was like, what? He's telling us that they reduced the 10 men. <laughs> so uh, we half time, back in, and uh, it was only ever going one way, really, wasn't it, Jack? With a lovely, lovely goal, and uh, keeper possibly could have could have had it, but lovely, lovely bit of build up play. Oh, the keeper fumbled it. Really, really impressive uh, build up play and a fumble from the keeper. So bad keeping, but as you say, it was a very nice move for the goal. One two is between Green and Berkey. Yeah. Uh, did you, who got the assist for that one? I think it was was it Greener for that. That was Greener, yeah. Greener, and then we Berkey mooching in again on the seventy fifth. Three goal. How many? Well, now here, I bet you have a stat. So we got three goals in five minutes. There's definitely a stat there. It's yeah. not a hat trick in, in five minutes, but it's three goals from the same player in five minutes. 75, 78, and yeah, 80. I don't know about Robert's player scoring that fast. It's, Interesting. It's, it's isn't been it? done. It's been done many times throughout the league, all right, but uh, I don't know about Robbie Robert. Robbie Fowler springs to mind from outside mm. the league, forming a hat trick. Apparently, Mark Reilly scored a quick one like that for Pats over like 10 years ago. Yeah, but the fourth uh, goal in the 75th minute, I'm trying to think now which one it was. This was um, ah, it was this a swinging was a, in ball. This was the Ferrugia ball in, yeah. which nearly like hit the bar, I think, and it kind of stayed in play. Came to Berkey, and I I just saw Berkey get the ball, and I went, oh, hat trick. Yeah, I know. What I thought. No, I heard yeah. around me actually. I was yeah. thinking, right, he's gonna he's gonna have a shot here, and I got here was greedy fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Because lo- he was lining the shot up. Probably his that, ma, was it? Doing that, she, she's, yeah. she's his biggest critic. Yeah, yeah. Doing but, uh, that thing that he usually does where he'll dummy, shimmy, dummy, dummy about ten times trying to get shot off and the play breaks down. Yeah, I, like I wasn't actually expecting him to bury Cracker, it from, from that angle. Great finish. But if, do you notice all his goals were like the same? They, were, they were all with his left foot into the, to the keeper's right. Mm. Uh, except for the deflected one I suppose but that was very unfortunate but, or it was very fortunate that was the next one wasn't it was that yeah that's the next the one this is the, the wicked deflection but sure they all count yeah they all count and hopefully it wasn't taken away from because technically it was going away from goal mm. it was put in but we won't talk too much about that we'll give him the goal and then but everything he hit just seemed to go in didn't it and then in the 80th yeah. minute he got a 6th who set this one up 
This was Watts. Watts, Watts, Watts yeah. assist for the t- last two. A little slide ball through yeah. and then a sweet left again. Actually very, very similar goals. Yeah. Very impressed by Watts actually in the two games. Yeah. Cork and uh, Waterford. I mean, realistically, you, you could turn around, you could be negative about it and say he came on and he played against 10 men, but we still have to do it. It still has to be done. He came on mm. and he's got an assist and played well. So when he started I, against Waterford, so his, yeah. it was a very good passing display for the whole game that he was mm-hmm. on. But, uh, so, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Berkey had the ball in the net a sixth time, actually. <laughs> that was deadly. <laughs> yeah, he just can't resist it, can he? <laughs> this is when we were holding on to the ball in the in the south stand. And then goes back onto the pitch and we're like, boom. And then Berkey buries it. It's like, yeah. yeah. And then the keeper... Kicked it against, he kicked the ball out and they went back on to play. And then his ball was null and void then. So it was yeah. technically he could have just played on because the ball wasn't interfering with play. Do you mm. remember there was a pen, there was a shout like that? I think Longford in the final years ago. Oh, against Waterford. John yeah. Carpenter, was it? Or John? That was a. The ball was on the field. That was play. Controversial wasn't one, an yeah. interfering, yeah. Um, performance overall five goals in one game actually some achievement a lot your Twitter was hopping people wondering about when the last time someone mm. scored five goals and you had put the tweet I, up I was fast you were fast and someone yeah. I, I looked like the absolute dogs bollocks and more because some fellow walked by <laughs> Rovers affiliated you could say and he always asked me about it and he was like so when's the last time a Rovers player got five I was like Mitch Leach or Mick Leach 1969 10-2 game Harps forced one in the league just walked off <laughs> dropped the mic <laughs> Addy House he's just looking Felt at you like jaw the dropped man yeah. uh, he actually did he knew obviously he knew yeah. he was like oh, you know your stuff sure, yeah. Me- Messi could only manage the four mm. for Barcelona that on the night, yeah. there you go so um, great achievement though so obviously that's not enough for some people that, that Mick Lee stat they were wondering okay <laughs> but when's the last time Robert Paris scored five in a league game and, uh, I oh, wa- so the Finn Harps game wasn't the league? No, it was the Dublin Cup. City Cup. Oh, so I was aware of this. Uh, I was aware that Paul. Who's that? Name and shame. Who's making you dig deep into the archives there? Ah, everyone. Actually, credit to Robert Goggins. He took the time to actually look into it. And uh, but I was aware that Paul Scully had scored six goals in one game in 1935. Okay. Against, I think it was a Unknowns. But, uh, but what I wasn't sure about was. Had any other player scored five or more in the league? And the answer was no. Nobody so ever all, in so the league. only Scully and Berkey have scored five goals in one league game for Shamrock Rovers. So only Berkey has scored five. Mm-hmm. Scully yeah. scored six. So that's a new record as well. There you go. Smashing records. Smash that. There was a, I think it was a 19s game, maybe five, six years ago. Do you remember a player we had called Sanford? Uh, yeah, he's he, playing Leicester Senior League now. Blonde guy. I think he went on to Shells, maybe. Yeah, he was supposed to be Adam. Yeah. No, Adam Sanford. Something Sanford. I know maybe one Mark Sanford. Mark Sanford, that's the one, prof. He scored five goals in one game, in an underage game. And he did it in very quick succession. Like He's actually playing like 20 really minutes. low down in the senior yeah. league now, I think. And 20 I, minutes? Yeah, and I remember putting up the stat at the time saying like, well, last time it happened in the first team senior game was Mick Leach. And then, and then he replied to me, I was like, but did he do it in 20 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so overall, prof, happy with the performance. I think some some Cork fan was saying we're tedious after the four 0 I was like, you just got pumped with six goals. You can't say anything. 
Same word tedious not, to watch. You're nothing but El Berkey and Jack Byrne. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what this is. Oh, you said like we re- reduce the fans to idle chatter, which quite quite inevitable when you're six nil up and you're playing against a fucking pub team. <laughs> Give it a rest. But uh, yeah, like, how like four months worth of conversations about can Aaron Green score 15, 20 goals? Do we have to get a striker in? Who actually... I didn't hear anybody saying, what if Berkey gets 20? <laughs> Rui, will you tell me this? Where the fuck was Berkey playing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Go on there, son. Get in there. Just get in. It's just mental. Like He's a quarter of the way to 20 goals after two games. That's insane, yeah. Like, and well, let's be honest, I think Maloney put it up and he said, uh, let's not forget before he left for Preston, who was yeah. the top scorer. That's right, he had 12 or 13 at that stage yeah. before he went away. And uh, just another quick stat. That's the first time since 2002 that we'd even scored four against Cork. We, we'd never got five. Three one we got, didn't we? Last one last yeah. week, last year, three one away in the cross. So even seeing four goals against Cork was was extremely it is, rare. It's un, it's, it is rare. And only one man had ever scored a hat trick against Cork, and that was Cork City in their current guise, and that is Mick Byrne in nineteen eighty five. Mick Byrne, he's probably listening as well. So big shout out to Mick. Um, five k of the game, despite the weather, prop five two. I think it was excellent, excellent turnout. East stand back open. We, we we stayed loyal to the south, but uh, mm-hmm. excellent stuff. Really is and great credit to everybody involved in the media weather. team and the uh, uh, Rovers because we're really getting it out there. You know the weather was was horrible. Uh, <clears throat> it probably knocked. I mean, I I can't guess how many hundreds it knocked off, but it would have been more easily easily yeah. two thousand people knocked off the gate. You know, full on sellout. Yeah, you know how we know how we roll. Although I personally don't get that, like I was I was dropped off from work. That's the type of fan you're dealing with. I know. I got out of the car. And I walked into the ground. I got wet for like three minutes. Yeah. And then I was under lovely cover under the sales stand. Unless you're a photographer like George Kelly and you're out there braving the conditions. Yeah. What yeah. what is this like, oh I'll go if it's it's nice a nice day? Like what does that really matter? It's really Irish thing to say, <laughs> isn't it? I'm not going it's brutal even though we're going to yeah. be totally covered underneath the stand <laughs> and loads of people around us with body heat keeping us warm I know <laughs> makes no sense if you didn't go on Friday because it was raining and you missed you missed witnessing history five goals in one game yeah if you go to if you player. don't go to a game because of rain I don't really yeah. rage as a fan then is that, is that being up me on arse I don't think so um, you were saying the performance overall I think the word people used was ruthless Rootless, we absolutely, extremely rootless. Although Cork were awful, as we said, yeah, Cork <laughs> were twenty-five to one to win at Oriel Park. Jesus now consider the close That's a two-horse race. Consider the close battles they've had yeah. over the, as recently as maybe a year and a half ago. That's insane, man! Like they, what? That, who's left Morrissey? I think Neve Amani are interviewed last week. She was saying that Zunny. three players left. Morrissey, Dar- not even Daryl O'Connor, maybe. Although one. You wouldn't count him as part of that rivalry, would you? Yeah, uh, that's crazy. And Look, uh, that's what happens, man. Speaking Personally, I think it all went down here when they sacked Caulfield. Yeah, so speak, speaking of Neve, uh, fantastic in- feedback to last week's interview. I mean, from all corners of yeah. the of the community, surprisingly, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised it was good feedback because I remember finishing the interview and thinking that that was really good. She spoke, she spoke really well, and it was fascinating the sort of parallels at Rovers I thought oh yeah people like this 
but the amount of feedback. I don't get when people look at something and say, oh, 43. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. Like, why? Why would you do that? Like, if you're not interested in podcasts, you don't listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't bulk at the, the length of it. <laughs> but it's, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I watched the video, I listened to the interview, and I just thought it was fantastic. She spoke really well. Like you said, the parallels with Rovers in particular. Did she mention No Born at one stage? Wasn't uh, didn't, didn't they they consulted Rovers as to listen how how do we do this? She said that Rovers were the inspiration. Yeah, so yeah. that's what you're looking at. Like it was really good. You can understand like, the struggle and you could feel it. Like it's I thought it was great. Everyone just kept bringing this up. Like Mick McCarthy, even the point was like that was a great interview we did <laughs> with that with that cork bird last week. <laughs> yeah, ah, oh, she was great. But uh, uh, one of the highlights of Friday and probably my week was Aussie Nay. Following football, what two years? Following Sharon Garbers, two years. In the country, not much longer. Fucking hardcore at this stage. Probably heard the Neve interview. And he stands up and he shouts, You let your club die! <laughs> Cork City, you let your club die! Was he Jamaican? <laughs> yes. Is that Nigerian? Yeah. Uh, he's a. Uh... Ah, oh, he's, he's a beau. He's our beau. Fucking love him. <laughs> love the guy. Did uh, <laughs> you see? I didn't hear that. <laughs> was he regular as he nay or banjo as he nay? Oh, I don't know. It's probably the, the pendulum was towards uh, banjo. Two totally different people. And yeah. two, two of them are actually amazing as well. <laughs> Looking forward to Sligo as well. Nearly a full roll call on the bus from the the 50s gang, you could say. It was a good, good, good gang of us going. Not only the, the Australian lads and maybe one or two who can't make it, so funny a full roll call. Um thousand young players prop, this is what we've been waiting for, for for ages and what we were lambasted at the meeting the members meeting for by by a certain chairman over us criticising the club and their lack of community work. But it is being knocked out of the park at this stage. A thousand young players uh, invited from partner clubs, Luke and United, Temple Oak United, Cardiff, schools, everybody, everybody invited. And this is what we need to be doing. We need to be delving deep into the community. 1,000. And get stuck in and just let them get hooked. Like that that in particular. Five goal, Borky, they're all going to be talking about it. All going to be talking about it to their mates in school. Harris, this fellow scored five goals, he played for Ireland. Yeah, bring me to that next one. That's what you want to do. Just get them all hooked at the early age. Great. Get them hooked. I'm hooked the hoop scene prof tell us a bit about it yeah very new look hoop scene the cover has a fresh lick of paint uh, looks very good yeah it's actually what it's quite like a fresh lick of paint <laughs> yeah the the green probably was getting a bit boring at this stage in the cover and uh, well right throughout the program it a uh, nice fresh feel to it and uh, so yeah who's, uh, whose idea was that and when did that come come about Oh, that's Robert. Robert was thinking about it for a while. He's, so, quite, uh, he's quite the editor, isn't yeah. he? As always, great value for your four euro. Pick it up on, on Friday. Exactly, 100%. You got oh, you have to start buying it as well, Prof, I'll be honest. And you have been you have been badgering people about buying it as well, and they're starting to pick up on it as well. So I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, with young YouTube sensation Dean with us, and uh, we've been, I don't know how we came to lie, eventually we ended up watching some of his videos, just thought he was really cool, good valued opinion, him and his little buddy Kane, it was really good to watch, and they had some fucking brilliant highlights from the from last season and the final, so I so said let's, let's get in touch and see what we can do, so I decided to do it his way, 
and I said I wanted him to record it and do it the way he was. So it was a mishmash of styles, me reporting yeah. from from our side, him doing his thing. So if you and want, if, if you want. if you want to watch it, you got to be a patron. <laughs> Tell us about Patreon, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon dot com forward slash tifties. Um, yeah, great young guys. Uh, Keen, cheeky kid, isn't he? Um, great, great, uh, great interview. So we're gonna we're gonna roll that one out now. So here's the lads, Dean and Keen. Okay, so we're here with Dean Granger and we've Keen Kavanagh, the YouTube sensations, as you might know them from their in-depth in-game analysis and highlights they provide for Rovers fans. So, uh, Dean and Keen, tell me how you get into Rovers. And Dean, I'm going to go with you first. Right. Well, uh, I was at a friendly against Villa. It was like six, seven years ago. But I was sitting over in the the East Stand, long time ago now. But yeah, that was that's how it started. So. How do you? Uh, well. I only came along now because this fella came along, so I thought I had someone to go with, so I thought it'd be a bit fun. But nah, it's definitely got me more into football, and it's good to have a local team now we can go support. Well, now you're totally hooked. So, uh, how did the YouTube channel come about, and what was the inspiration? Well, there, there's a YouTuber that did it for Bows, Oren Tully. Uh, he unfortunately passed away, but he was one of the bigger inspirations. And there's one that did it for Burnley, uh, Visa. So, just watching them, it just inspired me to start doing it. Help fans that can't make it to away games or even some home games. So, yeah, that's the main so reason. It's, it's invaluable, really. I mean, I've been watching it lately. And my young lad, Jaden's 10, he loves it as well. And it's, uh, it's something that hopefully we can continue with for, the, for, the, for a long time. Mark, can, can you give us five for music? Just give me five. Just five, cheers. So, uh, Dean, you've recently joined the Rovers media team. Uh, what would you like to do on it? Well, I like to do a lot of videos with the players, uh, like maybe tutorials on how to take free kicks and like save penalties with madness and all. But just like try and help players, like young players, try and become like their heroes. And yeah. So winning the cup last season was pretty special, and was it tough to do a usual show considering what was at stake? I mean, I was a nervous wreck, so I can only imagine how you were trying to perform. Thing I was shaking, holding, I was shaking. So the, the footage wasn't great. But oh, it was nerve-wracking, especially when they when we scored in the last minute, thought we'd won it. And then obviously Duffy scored a great goal, but it was tough. Tougher, tougher. What about you, Kane, as well? I mean, you seem to hold it together pretty well. Yeah, no, I might have been holding together, but the nerves are still definitely there. I thought when we won the loop, I thought, okay, grand, we have this in the bag, it's defend. But as Dean said, when they scored again second, in the last few minutes, I was heartbroken. I thought, oh, now here it goes again, we're going to lose here. So, but luckily we came in there in the end, the penalties. Pulled it out of the bag in the end. So, uh, this year, tell me your thoughts on how the season will pan out. And uh, just in general, what do you think is going to happen this season? I think the title between us and Bows, or not us and Bows, us and Dundalk. But hopefully we'll edge it. Uh, I think Dundalk have more of a squad depth, which we need to improve on. But I, I think we might win the league this year, hopefully. So. Tell us, what do you think? Uh, well, I personally think I think that will do very well, and I think with some of the with some of the players that we've just brought up, you know, and I saw Liam Scales there against Bowles when he was playing. I thought he had a great form when he came on, just holding out the defence. And as Dean said, I think Dundalk have that bit more a bigger squad and have more players in certain positions that we don't. But hopefully, I think we'll be able to push Dundalk over this time and maybe take the trophy ourselves. 
And would you be happy with this season's squad? As in personnel, is there anyone you'd like to get in or any position you'd like to give it a go with? Personally, I think Aaron Green, he's in and off, on and off, but hopefully if you can get more than 20 goals this season, I'll be happy with that. But maybe another it's a big ask, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, but <laughs> maybe a backup striker would help the team. Yeah, as Neil said, a backup striker wouldn't be too bad, but I think all around the pitch, though, we have good players in good positions, whether, you know, Pico Lopez holding out the back, we have good defenders as well to come on, and then I think we'll be able to hold it out, and hopefully, as I said, take trophy as well. Les Ferdinand's in there in the suite, he didn't bring his boots, so that's, us, that's him ruled out anyway. But I'm going to fire some suggestions your way, so tell me the first thing that comes to mind, I'm going to start with you, Dean. So, top goal scorer? Aaron Green. Top goal scorer? Aaron Green. Most assists? Jack Brown. Graham Burke. Graham Burke. Uh, most yellows? Greg Borger. Uh, Lee Grace. Lee Grace. How many, uh, most reds? Lee Grace. <laughs> Lee Grace. Uh, Greg Bulger. Greg Bulger. <laughs> and how many big uh, clean sheets? 18. 18, nice 20. number. 20. 20, going for a yeah. round 20. So finally, lads, it's been great chatting to you. And tell the fans where they can watch your videos and your content. So if you go onto YouTube, just type in Dean Granger or let's say the Mo Street, like let's say Chairman Grove play Cork tonight, just type in that. Hopefully, I should pop up. And yeah, just Dean Granger on YouTube. And if you can, please subscribe. Uh, yeah. Much appreciated, lads. And uh, see you later. Thanks. Yeah, it was pretty cool, weren't they? It? it was short and sweet. Um, I, I don't know, I, I think maybe expected more of them, but they'll think they're saving their chatter for their own YouTube channel. Yeah. But great, great they, guys. They need to save their energy. Keep it going anyway, lads. Yeah, Dean's after joining the, the Rowers media team as well, so looking forward to seeing what he uh, comes up with this season. Which, I have to say, there's some good stuff coming out as well at the minute. We're looking good, we're flying. We've, I think we've got some new guys in the department, so the first division situation was finally resolved last week. Force Division Alliance agreeing to play one season with Rovers 2 in it under protest and Rovers making a number of concessions. So The People's League. People's League who attract 400 people to their you games. You have no people yeah. in it. I'm fed up with this. Can we move on? Well, these concessions are unreal, Gareth. I didn't hear about these. Tell me about yeah. Well, like... Well, hopefully they have to pay full price in every, everyone that travels. Well, I mean, surely they do. I'm just talking about the Longford should be paying the Rovers team that gets put out. Like, if you look at B teams around Europe, yeah, the rule is always you can have three outfield players from the first team and one goalkeeper. Oh, and they scrapped that for one and one, didn't they? Yeah, one goalie, one. So that's what it was. Yeah, that's and it's petty, isn't it? That that wasn't enough for some of them. Go on, that wasn't enough. What did they want? One first division club. Now, in the statement, it says. The Alliance wanted this, but it was literally one club yeah. said, we want Rovers to not be allowed to field any players under, over, or under 19. There had to be 19. What is that? That's, that's stupid. So you couldn't play a 16-year-old or a 17-year-old. And that club who requested that themselves played a 15-year-old last season. So oh. if they play this welfare of the young player card then they're hypocrites and have this club have had former discrepancies with the inner workings of their club as regarding child welfare oh it's not balls this is the first division alright well it sounds a lot like it yeah. I was balls we were just playing it on them um, yeah it's we had 49 man squad but 49 <laughs> <laughs> we just skipped by that I actually didn't count because when I saw the list I said fuck off that's not that's not it 
but we've fucked yeah. 15 year olds everything in it like yeah. we've got some young starlets well, in Neil, it Neil Frouge is in it doesn't that was the well, it's probably, probably because of his age isn't it <laughs> how old is Frouge 20 uh, no he's not 20 21 or 22 <laughs> I think <laughs> oh, it was good it was funny I think the whole academy is in it but um, yeah so they lost their first game 2-0 to Longford and the team was Poles in goal Morchoman Don Callan Adagun Wells Nugent Brennan Brandon Cavanagh, Lua and Armstrong. And from what I saw, I watched the highlights. We should have we should have got something out of this. Yeah. Armstrong. Did you see the header? He hit the crossbar. Fuck me. He was like on the penalty spot. He should have buried it. Let's be honest. We're going to be as critical. Not as critical, but we're going to call a spade a spade. I mean, their they're, they're team, their Rovers team, uh, he should have buried that. And some really good shots, some, some good play. We, there's some good young players in that team. And I, I can't speak too much on it because I didn't see it. I can only go by highlights. But um, yeah, we see, we, well, we seem that, to have, uh, must have got something out of it. Dundalk are fancied to go up, and we played that well against them. That's a good sign for the the development. Longford, Longford, yeah. The development team. Oh, development team. Looking good, Gar. But uh, <sighs> you mentioned Armstrong. He's actually on trial at Hoffenheim. I saw that. That's pretty cool. I love that yeah. type of thing. It reminds me of Championship Manager 2001. <laughs> and we have another random German link. Go on. Pigo's name mentioned with FC Nuremberg. I saw that. Are they forced to pre- or Bundesliga? I didn't actually check. I think they're Bundesliga. They could have went down possibly, but that's yeah. hands off is what I say. Sign them yeah. up. But the pettiness, prof, I think they're, they're media officer. <sighs> this shit was embarrassing, man. He came out with a tweet and he's like, I think his name's James Fallon. And he was sa- James Donnelly? James Donnelly, something like that. And he came out with a tweet saying, yeah, if anybody wants to say it to my face... And then he put up like Tyson Fury gif, like boxing. It's like I'm, I'll say it to your well, face. He, he I'll pay- approach you in Tallah Stadium and I'll tell you how I feel about how you've acted. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Is this is this some sort of insinuation that you're gonna punch people for having an opinion, talking to your face? Is that what it is? Because that's what it seems like it is. But we'll see when Rovers play Longford it in Tallah. Like, it was like a half Rovers Longford post, half tapping into this new celebrity. Oh man, I cringed. I just. I just went. I just, he, he basically pulled his wallet out of his pocket, <laughs> pulled out the victim card, and just cashed it in. Cashed all that shit in, maxed it out. He went to twitter.com and just fucking put it in the URL. Because he just thought to himself, I'm getting a bit of abuse here. What I said was fucking stupid. I'm going to play this victim card. Yes, it's in, the, it's in the news lately. I can do that. But like I said, we're not. Threatening anyone anyway, but we used to, I will have an opinion if I ever see the guy. I'll say, Listen, what's the story? I'd like to have a chat about no. this. But he's the one throwing out boxing gifts, acting like he's gonna know, fucking uh, knock people out. Staff, uh, Kieran Stafford, he was fascinated by this. He was, he was tweeting him, and I was like, Can you give us examples of this personal abuse? Well, I can't find it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, apparently, <laughs> there's a long tread on foot.e, which I am not willing to research for this radio show. Foot.e does not <laughs> still exist. Listen, I will put in work for this, for this podcast. I will not you go on to foot.ie You will not trawl no. through the depths of hell that is foot.ie <laughs> But the uh, cover of the programme You you described this as hatred a few weeks ago It's not that I disagreed with you I just thought So I don't know Is it like Robert is it felt that it was hatred And I, but, Now I can deal I can yeah. understand why Rob can understand from, Well his perspective But I'm talking about on an everyday basis Person mm. to person With fans and officials that I've met through the last six weeks or so, and DDSL representatives as well, and there is hatred where it's coming to terms with like an argument that you've had with a person you don't know, 
because not. of a conversation that's been struck up about the B team and they have venom in their voice and they're yeah, yeah. actively aggressive with you in their tone where you have to say hold on mate it's just football like what's on we can talk about this that has happened a few times so that is where the hatred statement came from on my behalf but when I saw this program cover and <sighs> the opponents a good teleman on the front as well by the way Shamrock Rovers the opponents not mentioned on it which is actually not a first in world football apparently Wimbledon did this to MK Dons years ago I can understand that but there's nowhere near on the same level though that is unbelievable pettiness like that's uh, whoever was the editor should have thought okay this isn't professional could you imagine Robert Goggins doing that he'd strike you out for fucking even suggesting it like it's nowhere near but the fact that it didn't even end there I mean if you go onto their (laughs) fixtures I think on their website it's just an underscore and a blank unbelievable and uh, yeah I hope we get them in the cup actually oh, I just can't wait for the home fixture hammer them oh we knocked the bollocks yeah. out of them man. I hope it's a 4 5 nil job because she balls they'll bring all of their 40 fans yeah. but uh, it helps open the play figure oh well uh, all this you know we're suddenly uh, not suddenly but we're kind of we're in a bit of a uh, an argument now with Longford Town one man was way ahead of the curve on this go on and that is the senator Nah, he McCarthy. put them on Jesus a long time ago there on the list Adrian yep. he hates everything about it and he reiterated it as well recently on the chat <laughs> he was like I told you I know he said that to me in the points I was like Mick I'm going to play the clip on the show I'm going <laughs> to play the clip of you putting them on the yes! list of hatred lovely so this is back from March 2018 when he was in Johnny Blue's bar with Pat Byrne and he gives his reason for putting Longford on the list of hatred so we'll put him on the list of hatred. That's, that, <laughs> he's going on that. The principal. The list of total dislike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to you. Oh, without a doubt. Longford Town. Longford Town? That's Why? Did not see that coming, actually. People say to me about Bohemians and all. He was dying to get that out of Longford Town. I didn't know that, mate. I just can't stand that. Really? In fairness, really. They treated us like muck when they were on a run with the Cups and all. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. 2002, I think. Eric, Eric <laughs> Levine scored. And I remember the game. The we were playing them in a Cup game. And I was doing the clicker pack. Remember yeah, we used yeah, to do the clicker? Yeah, yeah. Countdowns to supporters coming make in. Make sure you get your And I quid. was clicking. Yeah, make sure we get the big. And this fella came down beside me and stood, nearly intimidated me. Yeah. And uh, no, I'm not telling you a lie. Every tour the fourth fella coming in that gate said to him, You're right to keep an eye on them Dublin Jackets. No way. I just fucking just, I just excuse the language. I really got pissed off. Yeah. And there was another day when I was kind of more involved near the dressing room. We were looking for ice. And we went to their physio and we said, Have you got a book of ice? Sam Tony Ennis. Yeah. And he wouldn't give it to us. And we rang Tony Bernie in the pub to bring up two bags of ice from the bar they, I've no qualms in saying this and one of my best friends Tony Cousins was the manager of them, yeah. and he still I hate them with a passion <laughs> I never <laughs> ever was so happy to see it him go down, go down. people ask me about I said no not Bows not Pats no problem with them well, you can't you must hate Bows actually no problem with them yeah 
long for terror. And that's a personal experience. I, I really are getting upset. <laughs> actually, do you know when we went to the grounds, Roddy Collins was the manager. Right. They put us in a cage. They had fence up yeah. and they had a mesh over the right. thing. And Roddy Collins came over and John Brain and said, Take that effing thing down. No way. Oh, we're not playing the match. And he had to take all the thing down. I never noticed that. Uh, whenever we've been in. Oh, the, all the lads know how I feel in Longford Town. Right, so Longford Town's officially. <laughs> they, they put them on it. On the list. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. I got me rant over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rant it's over. a different one, isn't it? That yeah, was festering. Yeah. You knew it was coming, Carl. No, I didn't. But it was edging there to get me spoke So that's Mick. Good old Mick the Senator. Yeah. He knew. He knew long he before just anyone. He knew, yeah. Uh, moving on to the Academy, they're on the news on Tuesday and the debate about children heading the ball Um in junior football up to a certain age has come up I mean I I headed the ball all up until what your 18s I was fine you turned out fine-ish I headed the ball up until I was like under 18s and I turned out fine <laughs> just tumble we went by there um, uh, blatant plagiarism uh, yeah it's yeah so they were on um talking about well we don't really play much in the air anyway so I mean we're not exactly going to be the best head of the balls are we everything is on the deck when it comes to SRFC Academy so um, the Stewart's prof did you see the video the one I that did. went viral apparently there were kids dressed up in big jackets but I'm, I'm hoping they weren't the ball boys messing but I'm hoping they actually were Stewart's knocking the box out of each other oh so it wasn't real yeah apparently so oh, someone said that but it, it's, uh, it is funny it definitely is funny. But we'll move on, Prof. You went to this one. I couldn't make this one. Monday nights, right? When I see these fixtures on a Monday night, I just want to pull out my fucking hair. Well, do you know there's a dirty one? Well, that's what I was about to say. When the picture this came out, I thought, right, Waterford, this is our first proper away trip. Okay, it's on a Monday, but I'll, I'll, book, oh, it, I'll book it off. Yeah. But, as you said, there's going to be a dairy and a slider one on a Monday. I'm not going to make them. Like, up until May, we're in the same boat. We have the same leave years. <laughs> like, I owe them. I owe them eight days, apparently, which is total lies. But <laughs> you you have to pick and choose up until May because you have your days off every so often and you've only a certain amount up until May. I think the only one I might struggle with is Cork away. I'll get to it because it's a Friday. It's not a problem. But Monday is just like domestically at home as well it's tough as well because you got things going on but and then to change it to seven as well was was, was a real real kick in the nuts for certain people yeah that knocked a few people off Kearns, who got yeah. in at the 20th minute <laughs> missed everything you still haven't seen the RSC I haven't seen it still haven't been, still haven't been to the RSC I think last year was on a Monday possibly before as well I'm nearly sure these are all fucking war no nah, well last year I think the second one was a Monday that was the 5-1 Jack Byrne, two crackers. Yeah, it was, that was on TV as well, actually. And uh, but the fun before that was actually opening day. Remember with Oki slash Ethan oh, Boyle the, scoring? Yeah, I was away for that one. Yeah. Where was I? No, it was Abby's communion. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. Confirmation. Um, yeah. So war for two 0 RSC in the Monday night six changes to the team rotation central. Now this is what we spoke about on our own group, our own Tifty chat. Is that the rotation has to be right? 
and he got it right. He had a debut for Reese Marshall. Liam Scales made his first start. Dean Williams, the C block, is for his first ever league start as well. Lafferty back in. Bulger, Watts also started. Graham Bork is out injured for a couple of weeks. And uh, Gary O'Neill suffered a bereavement. So, um, condolences to the O'Neill family and Kerry. And uh, I hope to see Gary back soon. But, um, yeah, so I'll let you talk about the game. But we're going to talk about Rory Gaffney. Salford ruined it. Ruined our announcement. Salford announced it that he's leaving. Well, they could have just said like, "Oh yeah, he's left the club," but they said he's leaving to go to Shamrock Rovers. Yeah, didn't have to say Rovers. Yeah, but I mean, it was the worst kept secret for like two days, wasn't it? That yeah, was yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, the name Gaffney Gar is uh, synonymous with Rovers. Yeah, hopefully he's as uh, he's as successful in his fourth season as. As young Gaffney, who goes on the Wack Express, am I right in saying he won Player of the Year yes. in his fourth season? Good memory there. Oh, yeah. With the stat, oh, Stadzilla yeah. sitting across from the prof. People were thinking back, like, how good was he for Limerick uh, at the time? Like, do you remember being impressed by him? And actually, do you remember Crotty's last game in charge when they Limerick tonked us four one? Me and Anto were talking about this game last night. Anto's and saying he, it's he, three. He I'm saying gr- it's four. He was great in that game. Sean O'Connor scored for us that day, did he? He scored in the last minute. Yeah, it was four one. Yeah, take four. that Anto Matthews 3-1 he was convinced yeah but uh, no I remember Gaffney playing well that day uh, Brazier had said that we were in talks with another striker who wasn't Irish so I'm not don't know who that, don't know who that was but came I heard out, we came were in talks with, oh yeah I heard we were in mm-hmm. talks with a striker who went on loan to another SPL club from Uncle Dermo's SPL club and uh, an Irish international underage mm-hmm. and that didn't cross the line either Salford and Walsall fans didn't seem too sad to see him go but as Maloney made a good point though he said were Kilmarnock fans unhappy to see Jack Byrne go were Oxford fans happy to see, unhappy to see Hoban go Hoban scored 7 goals in between his 2 stints with Dundalk doesn't mean anything means fuck all 7 goals and now he scored maybe 30 and 50 in one appearance for for uh, Dundalk 40 and 70 in, in a different stint like that's what you're talking about so I yeah. don't pay any heed to any previous history so it is nice to finally get the striker thing done because it seemed like, like every second Facebook thread or every WhatsApp group message was like any news on the striker yeah I know anything on the striker any yeah. news on the striker well, you were on the Wack Express or mm. aka the lovely bus Ah, the lovely bus. Ah, the lovely bus. Yeah. <laughs> was there fries in the points? The stop off, all very, very well coordinated. I have to say, I could learn a few things from the Wack Express. Um, the only thing they didn't deliver on their promise was the toilet. No because, toilet on. Well, it was a mini bus, you see. Ah, uh, well, you can understand it that. It was just a seventeen of us, and uh, that caught out the wax sun. Uh, Liam Cairns. Oh, is this the Kinder Bueno King or is no, this no. Liam with the black this, hair? This isn't is it? Liam, yeah. yeah. He was totally cut out by this, and uh, he'd had he had one too many cans on the way down, and the driver no. the driver wouldn't pull over. Really? Because apparently, apparently this law has been in for two years now. No. That if you pull over on a motorway with a bus full of lads and they all have a piss, the driver can be fined a thousand euro. Okay, okay that's understandable, but that doesn't mm. apply to us. <laughs> we're, at the, we're in the middle. But we're stopped I don't know where it was and I'm talking to Alex I'm like Alex everything alright he goes I flew whipped yep, out yep I remember this you remember 
I remember it well. Pissing on the wheel. Yep. On the wheel. He's like, hey, we're, on, hey, we're going to go down. He's way on there. Hey. I'm just there going, all right. <laughs> he's fluting his hand. He's pissing on the wheel. That, he's like, best driver ever. That is Alex in a nutshell. Best driver ever. So he is, uh, we're doing our best to get him for Sligo. You mentioned the confusion or, over the kickoff time. It kind of, it broke, broke out on Twitter, didn't it? It was like, Waterford were like, mm. like, no, we were clear about this. And then someone put up a screenshot of their website. And I had said 7.45 all week. Mm, it was no, no, cause it was, it, there was confusion. I mean, this mm. is, let's not place the blame here. Like, it, mm. it cleared up in the end, but it did it affect some it was, people. Uh, because of the groundsman. He wants to be done by 9pm. And you're pandering to him. And uh, you, literally, if you Googled the RSC that night, it said, closes at 9pm. Ah, oh, you for real. So he just wants to get home. Are you dealing with council workers there, I'd say? Not like our uh, boys. But uh, other than the, the no toilet, uh, uh, I was quite pleased with the Wack Express. Uh, the leg room was sensational. I'd say so. We stopped, up, stopped off at the Nachthofer again. Same place as last time. Remember, is that how you pronounce it? Or is it like the name, Nachthofer? I don't like know. Like Christopher? We've been hammered for our pronunciation before. <laughs> I actually looked this up yeah. and there was only... An, we should know, being posties. It was only Italian. So it was Nachthofer. I was like, well, that's not how you pronounce it. Oh, you yeah. knocked the first, probably the knocked over. Knocked over sounds better, doesn't it? Knocked the first sounds like a name. I was I, I was mostly familiar with that that word from on post actually because it's the real like on the border of Kilkenny, I think, is it? It will be yeah. It, that's and, that's that's pretty much wax uh, yeah. thing that he has it right yeah. on the border, saying yeah. that we're gonna do whatever we have stuff off planned and I'm gonna get it to close as close to Sligo as possible, because mm-hmm. you know it's like trying to get fifty lads back onto a bus from a bar. So you had to get as close as you can and not particularly in the town yet. Because I'm not too mad about that pub across from the showgrounds. It's alright, but it's not suitable for mm. 50 lads. Like, Just avoid that garage station again. Because <laughs> no, we're going to the station. Every year again. We want one, bro. <laughs> we want getting the buenos. Every year. Fuckers oh. get fleeced. They're checking the fixture list going, <laughs> you can't get anyone to work. Need security guards. There was, uh, there was two games called off on that Monday. It was, uh, the Finn Harps one. Because the, the pitch was, was snowed. Uh, Pat's home game against Derry. Their pitch was waterlogged. So there was some minor concern for our fixture. Which was, you know. I was always confident. I don't was, know why. It was never in doubt. Some people. When I say some, I mean Winston. They were <laughs> getting Waterford on the phone and all. <laughs> but uh, but great crowd from us. For like an early an early kickoff. Freezing Monday night. Flares, pyro, smoke, the lot. Great crowd. Yep. Uh I went to the stadium I, I ate a burger with both hands both hands yeah Prof has been criticised yeah. for his technique on his uh, burger eating recently yeah. where I actually noticed myself and whoever pointed it out to me they noticed that he usually eats with one hand and I just happened to think back and I was like he actually does happen to just kind of feed himself with one hand but and the other one is idle it was a brilliant pr- I don't know who I can't remember who noticed it I put an end to the myth okay. put, <laughs> put an end to it but uh Turner's mate Giggsy, he had me in stitches this whole game. Like uh, Balls Turner, uh, it is yeah Balls Turner. Uh, he basically he was taking the piss out of. Well, he was just talking shite with like his mates at the game, and like that was funny anyway. But it was the Waterford PA. He just had the most like bogger accent, and he would just stretch all these words. It was like. Substitution for Shamrock Rovers, <laughs> and it was the word re- re- replaced. 
he just every substitution was like uh, Aaron Green being replaced. I like the I like the lads of the back of the PA by Thomas Oluya. <laughs> and every time he would say replaced, Giggsy would just say replaced. <laughs> I think um, we've met Giggsy a couple of times. Nice fella. Ah, uh, was. Oh, I was in bits laughing this. Um, Odomeo. On goal, four minutes. Uh, good work by Owen Marshall on his debut on the right-hand side. Looks a bit yep. of a player. Uh, second on goal in two weeks for Waterford. Is it? Yeah, uh, Sam Bowen buried one yeah, last Jack, week. Jack played him out on the right and uh, Marshall whipped it across. So Great start. Great, great start. Even better in 16 pretty minutes. Mu- pretty much killed him already. Then 16 minutes, we'd burly getting a second yellow. The first one was for... Was it was it, was the cert? Which was the cert of the yellow? I was getting a bit of a match report from one of the lads that was there. One of them was... I can't remember what the first one was. Williams... Pulled Williams back from his Williams goal, caused it anyway. Caused it sending off, yeah. Uh, are, are opponents just going to get a man sent off every week now? Uh, I take it. That's three and three. Better than us, isn't it? Remember our disciplinary record was terrible for a while mm. on the browser? Pretty odd, isn't it? Three mm. games from three. Come on, I'm waiting for the stat. Oh, people were asking me that. <laughs> I Give wanna, him a break, lads. Shout out to Liam Kearns, actually. He just turned around to me and goes, you know what, that would be very hard to research. Yeah. I was like, thank you. Yes, You get it. Yeah, yeah. You actually get it. <laughs> uh, the free kick as well. We had a lovely, lovely work, well-worked goal. Um, great little layoff by Scales and a Jack-esque goal, you could say, from Reese Marshall. Oh, this was a sweet strike. Great um, goal. And a uh, very impressive uh, debut all around. Uh, happy enough for him, yeah. Marshall. Can yeah, you compare him to anybody for me? Ooh, I don't know who I compare him to. Quite a leggy, long, but, tall... Uh, he's, he's lightweight. People were concerned about that. But it uh, looks like a very, very good footballer. And he might keep his place for Dundalk because you can see... Maybe Finn moving into midfield. I, I want Finn in the middle for this. First of all, because we've got a couple of absentees, potentially. And second of all, because Finn always plays well against them. Yeah, and we, we need that pressing game as well. We need him pressing high up the park. Um, Brandon Cadman and Oluya. Olua or Oluya? Um, I'll ask him. He walks by the gaff every so yeah. often. I'd be annoying him. Remember he scored here last year at the RSC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tap in. Um... Yeah, he came in. They so that was the second half for the first appearance of the season. Oh, okay. um, this this second half, we were ridiculously comfortable. Oh. This was an absolute training exercise. I mean, they couldn't just get the ball now. They, they were just spending their own half. You we were peppering the goal apparently. Literally forty five minutes, care. They would play a long ball, and then we would just get it back like immediately. I heard uh, scales and fucking. Grace were starting attacks bombing on oh yeah Scales and Grace played very well yeah but like Grace made an important interception early on in the game that was a potential chance but like that was it but uh, that, that was the most one sided 2-0 win you'll ever see but like, you'll it, take that you'll take it on a Monday night in the RSC it, 3 points thank you very much it could have been 10 if not for for Brian Murphy he made some amazing saves especially there's one from from Dean Williams right at the end uh, Lou had a chance at the end. I think what I predicted that they go down, but yeah. when three, I think three days later, after Paul O'Hare was in, they announced they signed them, and I said I think they'd probably stay up if, they, yeah, if yeah. they like a keeper can keep you up. I a Waterford fan was heard saying 
Uh, I'm not even gonna do the accent. You're 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 the man for the accent. Got my Jamaican accent. Yeah, Jamaican accent. He said put his name on the Player of the Year trophy already. So yeah, Greener hit the post. Uh, should have been more obviously. Uh, Jack Byrne got the hook. Um, Greener got taken off later on. So it was like it was smart it was, moves. Though. It was Get them off. work. We were, like we're able to rest our stars. No one really exerted themselves, which was an I- ideal for a Monday night away game Excellent, going into yeah. Dundalk. Definitely, 100% agree with you. Happy from, with that. From their side, Captain Mikey O'Connor. Let me repeat that. Captain <laughs> Michael O'Connor. <laughs> 21-year-old great guy. Michael O'Connor, who played for us. He is their captain. Yeah. Um, did you read that interview he did? Um, no, no. Had a two-page interview in the mirror. I could barely get 90 seconds out of him when I interviewed him at Roberts. Here he was talking for he two pages. He was so bad, wasn't he? It was about his gambling addiction. Yeah, he opened up about he that anyway. a great detail about it. No, it was fascinating. Uh, Sam Bond also uh, in the team. So the Sam Bond Calcium song got an airing. Did it? Yeah. Don't agree with that. Doesn't play for us anymore. Uh, well, literally lasted like a second. Uh, Will Longbottom. I don't know. Did he actually get in the pitch? I didn't notice. <laughs> but uh, I was asking. Short terms. I was asking one of the lads about it. And uh, we were actually calling him short hours in training. Our players were. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> short hours. Think yeah. about how humiliating that was. <laughs> Last a week in training gets dumped and they call him short hours all week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the bus home, Prof. Tell us about ah, the lovely bus. Ah, the lovely bus. Uh, well, the highlight was uh, Mitzi trying to get on for some reason. <laughs> or what's, no, it's, it's not his name on the bus. Yeah. S- sketchy dangerous Dave was like oh yeah what's his name uh, sketchy or shifty or <laughs> which is better shifty we prefer shifty yeah. oh that picture like the uh, the picture of um, Daily Mount uh, with the fan with the flare running on obviously that was uh, that was epic but yeah. the one of Mitzi in his hood <laughs> just made me laugh so no, much no the better one is the yeah. Zosimus documentary where he's yeah. jump up and down the can <laughs> is just bouncing <laughs> this guy uh, if you haven't met him man oh oh he's coming on our next live show 100% it, yeah has but to be. Uh, me and Deco have an idea because we're getting these great pictures lately of pitch invasions we want a picture book of pitch invasions oh that how about be, that, that could be a, epic a collage yeah um, just a couple more points on the the performance uh Actually, the only disappointing one for me was Lafferty. I thought he was very comfortable on the ball, but just too wasteful. Like a lot uh, of our atta- general consensus. Yeah, like a lot of our attacks went down that left side, and most of them broke down with him. A lot of dilly dallying. Uh, a lot of people were criticizing Frugia from the Cork game, but I mean, I mean, so what of his end product isn't amazing yet. He's still young. Yeah, so that's your only and, slight criticism of them. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I'm really excited by Friuji. I just love the way he runs at the fences. I think he's going to make loads of chances. Oh, so. I think I'll put him yeah. on the right. I nearly put him yeah. on the right and have him cut him on his left. So, uh, the lovely bus home, and that meant we played three, mm. one, three, one, three, scored nine, conceded none, three red cards against. So uh, Basically the reverse good. the reverse of uh, Cork City's record. We are looking very good. They played three, uh, no points, no goals. Very, uh, very, very impressive. Actually... I'll be against 10 men, but listen, you have to, you have to do it. We're actually on a run of seven consecutive 
clean sheets in the league. If you go back to October of last season, the score was draw in Sligo. But if you go back again and you talk about how we couldn't break down teams with 10 men, you remember we had a period where we were struggling to break down teams with 10 men and just struggling mm. in general. So where we are, we're coming on yeah. and this is officially Radzer squad. He has procured everybody. Yeah. It says it all that everybody. there was no new player in the first two starting 11s. Yeah, there you go. But uh, it's only the second time since 2011 that we've won our first three league games. The other was 2016. We also won those first three games in 2016 with, with clean sheets. And at that time, that was the first time in history we'd ever mm. done that. So now it's the second time in history. And... I know people will give out to me, but we haven't won our first four since 1986. Prof, with the stats. And just a quick one, actually. Uh, there was a tweet by Anne-Marie McNally. Is there some link with her and Dean Williams? I think it's, I think it's Dean's stepmom. Is it? Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. She seems to be going to the game to watch Yeah, Social Democrat. Yeah, she works with the Social Democrats. And she said uh, after the court game, Tada, she was like, as a former League of Ireland staffer who remembers days when the lads would be lucky to get hot showers at some grounds, I'm finding this pre-match hospitality very disconcerting. And she's like, it's a picture of her all happy with the... She was just to the table to the left of us. Yeah, she yeah. looked like She's looking around and going, what's this? I'm, war- <laughs> I'm warm. Yeah. There's food. There's points. Why is there a drink in my hand? <laughs> yeah. Where's her windows? Big smile on her face. And then I went on my Twitter during the Waterford game and she popped up on my timeline. And she's at this game as well, the RC, and she's like, well, I'm paying the price for going on about Robert's pre-match hospitality on Friday. Waterford making us walk around the exterior because they, quote, can't let Robert's fans in this side. Full body pat down by overzealous Garrett on entry. And Portaloo is the only option. Uh, once again, disgusting. Carry on for females and children. It's not really... That sums up trying to get women to go to the in games in a nutshell because it's like... Yeah, we can offer basic hospitality and toilets in some places, <laughs> but not true. not all. You know, uh, in, in Daily Mount, I chose the wall instead <laughs> of that part of the that time. Remember, I was just looking at it going left, right, left. For, oh, fuck this, no way. He had dirtier in the part of the But uh, when we went quickly to Aaron Dunn, who totally rejected us after he won our Quizmaster raffle, but uh, we got in a great sub. Yep, and is of course the Wheats. Emma Wheatley and she stepped in to host the quiz the goalkeeper's quiz so um, yep here it is okay so welcome back to Rollstone for another edition of questions from the East End it's early Sunday morning we're not tired and we all want to be here so on the group B the goalkeeper's group so it's 10 questions 5 football 5 general knowledge so we want you to write down your answer and then turn the board over uh, one by one and please call out your answer nice and loud so everyone at home can, uh, can hear as well so you have 25 seconds maximum to write it down. Whoever scores the most points will advance to the quarterfinals. We have a guest quiz master today. It's Emma Wheatley. I'll introduce her in a moment. And so as for our, our contestants, we have, of course, Big Al. And we have Leon, the professional. And But rules are, li- rules are rules. We needed a third goalkeeper today. So just to make up the numbers, I've actually had to go into the academy at the last minute and find a young up-and-coming goalkeeper to take the quiz so for people who don't recognise you uh, introduce yourself young man I'm Tony right and it must be amazing to be at the club training with people like Big Al like the best goalkeeper in the country uh, yeah it is yeah it's a, it's a real honour right I'm going to hand over to Emma for question one thanks Carl okay number one and we've three of them here 
Name the last Shamrock Rovers goalkeeper to come off the bench as an outfield player. Was it A, Robbie Horgan, B, Russell Payne, or C, Barry Murphy? <clears throat> Do we have to write the name or just A, B, or C? Can't remember. Uh, the name. If you don't even the letter so far, it's fine. But just from now on, the, the full name. So A, Robbie Horgan, B, Russell Payne, or C, Barry Murphy? Three more seconds. So what do we have? B, Russell Payne. Russell Payne. I'll go Robbie Horgan. I'll go C, Mr. Murphy. It's a point for Tony. <laughs> So the answer was Robbie Horgan against Drogheda in 1995. It's the 90s, Leon. Yeah, the 90s. I wouldn't mind. He was terrible. <laughs> okay, question number two is a true or false. So true or false, for the first 40 years of international football, a goalkeeper was allowed to handle the ball outside the penalty area, and in fact, anywhere within his own half. True or false? Come on, that's been messing all that. <laughs> First day in goalkeeper school. You ready? Okay, Al? False. False. Tony? I'm going false, false as well. False as well. Leon? Go as the gamble. True, <laughs> Leon gets the point. The answer is true, and the rule was changed in 1912. Yeah. I knew it's a tricky Tony, question. could you wipe the back of, the, the back of your bar there? As well, just something. That's our What are you doing? That was Alan missing me before we started. Mr. Aaron Green is responsible for that one. Okay, question number three. Three years ago this month, Wayne Shaw, a 45 year old goalkeeper, famously did what on television during an FA Cup tie against Arsenal? Al's already got it. Scribbling away New there. Away. New straight away. <laughs> Won't you? Can't help you lean on your head on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll just guess. Um, no, I shall. <laughs> Time's up, Leon. Yeah. Okay, I'll um, get a pie on the bench. Tony? Eating a burger on the bench. Eating a burger. Liam, what are you going for? Took a penalty. Took a penalty. What are we giving points for? It's going to be technical about it. It wasn't a burger. He on the bench. Jesus. Would have accepted a pasty. Rules are rules. Rules are rules are rules. There's a bit of favouritism going on. It's ridiculous. Oh, something to do with a betting scandal or something, yeah, wasn't it? After you need to buy if you want, something to do with anyone else. It's, didn't agree with that. Anyway. Mm. 
Okay, question number four. Name the German goalkeeper. Leon, we're looking at you here. Name the German goalkeeper. These are really He's not even German, he just pretends that way. The German goalkeeper who kept a record nine consecutive clean sheets in the Champions League before being red carded just 18 minutes into the 2006 final. And you were alive then, so you should know this. Right. Just, just about. Right, we'll go Big Al again. Oliver Kahn. Oliver Kahn. Tony? Jens Lehmann. Jens Lehmann. And Leon? Jens Lehmann. Jens Lehmann. And the answer is? Yeah, Tony and Leon are correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure you don't want to give Al a <laughs> point anyway? <laughs> I was thinking, is he still playing at that stage? But I couldn't think at all. So he's going to be close, I think. I think so. Kahn still yeah. retired about 10 years by then, probably. <laughs> Yeah, really yeah. I just I couldn't think of anyone else before Neuer who, who was in before Neuer. So. <laughs> okay, so this is our last football goalkeeper question. So four goalkeepers have captained their teams to World Cup glory. Two out of the four come from the same country. Which country had two winners? So it's either France, Italy or Spain. You're really being strict on the timekeeping there, aren't you, Carl? So France, Italy, or Spain? That's from. Leon takes his time to write his thing. Yeah. Really considered. Okay. Good to go. Okay, Al. Spain. Spain, Tony. Italy. Italy and Leon, what are you going with? was my first question. So it's written all over. Are we disqualifying this man here? I think we are. I'm not sure. Italy. Italy. It Did you write that after the timer? Yeah, I'll be honest after. But that was my first question. Is it right or wrong? Italy is correct. Well, that's wrong then. That is not Italy. I had Italy on, you said Spain. Yeah, but that's a weak mind. You know what I mean? Being persuaded. It's pretty fun in Dino's off, isn't it? So it's Dino's off in 1982. And excuse my pronunciation Gian Piero Combi in 1934. I thought it was Buffon as well. Yeah. I was thinking Casillas and then. Uh, Zubazaretta, yeah, I thought as well, but no, Tony was right. Okay, so these are the easy ones now. These are the general knowledge ones, so these will these will be easy. Okay, name the iconic figure in this picture. And we will accept just the first name and a dodgy spelling for the second name. <laughs> I'm struggling. Oh man. He looks very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I have to call time on this now, I think. We might go 
right to left with the answers now once Leon has yeah. scribbled. So Leon. I know it's wrong, but just for the love, El Chapo. El Chapo? Uh, che Guevara. Che Guevara, Tony. Same. Che Guevara. Okay. Question seven. A cobbler makes and repairs what? A cobbler. So C O B B L E O R. Can you tell me that in German? Um. Nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I say if we say the winner is not going to come from this group. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should give him the German translation, to be honest. Will we, will we find the German sure. translation? Yeah. 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 I don't see he's a threat now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me what Northern Irish people would call it as well? Hey, don't you... Yeah, he's not going to be clicking on the tip. He doesn't say what it is, though. Alright, alright, I got it. As soon as you write that, we'll show the answers. Yeah, very good. Okay, Leon. You made shoes, like that's the only translation I know. Shoes? Yeah, shoes. Shoes? Shoes. That's because the translation in German literally means shoemaker. You put that through there. Probably right, yeah. That's what I was thinking. The elves and the shoemaker is definitely a German fairy tale. What's the translation, Leon? It's not cobbler, is it? It's spot on there. That's why I wrote it as well. He's only a point behind, so he's a threat. Right. Okay, question eight. Which of these men is the youngest? Alex Ferguson, not you three men. Alex Ferguson, Robert De Niro, or President Michael D. Higgins? Who's the youngest? 50-50. What was the last one again? So, Alex Ferguson, yeah. Robert De Niro, or Irish President Michael D. Higgins? Cut the tie again, Leo. It's the translations. He's translating it from German into English on the board. Leo wants to look at the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I go Leo. with Michael. Michael D. I got Tony. De Niro. De Niro. Tom Ferguson. Alex, three different answers for the first time. That's a point for Tony. Oh! I think Tony has, possibly has a one. I'm not up against much, to be honest. Shall we carry on anyway? So, question nine. Which two primary colours combine to make the colour green? Is it yellow and blue, red and yellow, or blue and red? So what two colours make up green? So yellow and blue, red and yellow, or blue and red? Make what? Green. green. Yep. What was the third one? Blue and red. What was the fourth one? Yellow and blue. What was the second one? <laughs> Red and yellow. You're just having fun now, you've won it already. That's it, it's a bit of piss taken again. Yellow. And blue. 
red and yellow or blue and red? Leo, what Leon wants to go with? Yellow and blue. Yellow and blue? Yellow and blue. Yellow and blue? I'm red and yellow. Red I was going to change it, but I ran out of time. I think I'm wrong. Just take mine to make orange. So yellow and blue was the correct answer. So we have a little check of the scoreboard before question 10. So we've got Tony, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven points for Tony. Four for Leon. Three for Al. I thought you'd at least beat Leon, Al. I'm raging we're not going to get to use the uh, tiebreaker question now. That was my favourite question. We could. We could still use could it. it for second place. Yeah. Sure, two because we'll get it wrong anyway. I'm not sure which two. <laughs> okay, so the final question is the spelling round. So correctly spell both of these words. Receive and embarrassed. So spell receive. I tell you, I'm messing it out. All <laughs> correct. I'm and ready. embarrassed. Received or received? Receive. Done. See now? No translation well, there needed. No translation there needed. Oh, well. And embarrassed. And embarrassed. So we're going to get. Can you get a close up of every answer for this one? So, Tony, you got receive right, but you got embarrassed wrong. It's two R's. Al, you got both of them wrong. And Leon, you got both of them correct. So, a point for you. Well, you said he got received. I spelled the same. Yeah, it's receive is the same. Or E C E I V E. You just got embarrassed wrong. No, you said, no. You said I got both of them wrong. You said oh, sorry, yeah. Receive, right? Sorry, right, I don't. I don't get a point. Mark, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a half point, though. That's the point. Give me the half point. It's not one. That's a half point. I give you back the half point. I'm on one. It's all the English classes you see. That's it, actually. Yeah. This was the R. So seven points for Tony. Five points for Leon. And only three for Big Al. So Tony, you're true to the quarterfinals. Given to him for <laughs> well, we won't go there again. But uh, thanks, lads. Thanks, sir. Best luck in the quarters, Tony. So uh, that was our quiz. I mean, how do you think uh, the contestants did today? Um, I think we should maybe reconsider calling them all our number ones. Um, no, I thought they did really well. Um, surprised with. Um, I think a bit of experience, I think, maybe helped Tony uh, in the quiz there. Um, yeah, surprised at um, how well Leon did, actually. Mm. So, uh, how much did you enjoy being guest quiz master? And tell us how this opportunity came, out, came about. I believe it involves some sort of uh, Patreon. It did involve some sort of Patreon, which I signed up to just over a week ago. Um, I would listen to the podcast on a, on a weekly basis, usually on my way in and out to work. But sometimes, especially actually, it's funny around uh, the quiz or if there's a particular thing going on in studio that you don't get to see on camera. Sometimes it's um, you kind of listen to it maybe twice or three times to figure it out. So um, I thought, given all of the extras, the videos, the quiz, uh, the competitions and um, the different things going on when you sign up to the Patron that actually it would be a really good idea and um, last week when the first quiz um, 
the first quiz went out um, you actually do get a much better idea of what's going on and what's happening and some of the little in jokes that are being made and um, so it's definitely uh, it's definitely worthwhile um, signing up to, to get that little bit of extra content and just extra understanding sometimes of some of the jokes and some some of the um, the uh, what's going on yeah so a uh, bit of a bit of a newscaster voice isn't it Something you'd hear like a like a on the news and today on RT News One. <laughs> no, great job by Emma. She says she was starstruck by uh, by Al and Tony. Uh, no offense to Leon, he's obviously still young. Uh, see, Tony big, definitely big wasn't looking at the camera this time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tony's back in with his sons under 14s team, and they're in the semis of the All Ireland. Ah, yeah, he's doing a great. He's doing great stuff, yeah. and a big, big help and fan of the show as well. Tony's been brilliant every time. Every single time I've had any encounter with him, helped us out immensely with the five aside, jumped in and refed. Mm. Uh, anything we can, he gave us the jersey for Dutch Jerry, anything he can help with, he will do it and go above and beyond. He's a great guy. I gave him no notice for this whatsoever. I texted him the previous day. I was like, You wouldn't fancy this, would you? Rose time's like, Yeah, no yeah, I'll be there. So, yeah, yeah. great guy, really do. Fair play to him once again. A friend of the show, I mean, there's not many of them. He wasn't happy that I didn't give him the point for the he said eating a burger. Ah, it's not the same thing. I was looking at that yeah. going, pasty and a poi aren't the same either. So yeah, don't don't be going down that road. If you want to be technical, it was a pasty. But, yeah. the, but the press reported it as a pie. So it would have been unfair of me to not give them the point for pie because that's what they remember. If you know what I mean. So Leon, what does this person do for a profession? Shoemaker. Make shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the problem with the language barrier. This wasn't Oki. It was good. It was good. It went well. It went remember really well. Oki last year? We needed Leon to translate oh, the quiz brutal, for him. Yeah. Thank God we were on video on yeah. that one. I was interested. I think he lasted longer than he did. I think he had more minutes on the podcast than he had on the pitch. <laughs> I was actually impressed by, by Leon. Leon's great, yeah. Well. Intelligent dude. Yeah. I knew, for some reason I knew he was... Good, intelligent guesses as well. Yeah. What did he guess? He guessed... They weren't crazy. Like there was a couple of good guesses mm. where it could have been the case. Like oh, the uh, I think the yeah. goalkeeper. He said El Chapo for no. That was, that was funny. That yeah. was funny enough. Uh, someone else didn't know that as well. Oh no, they bought no, they got, they got El Chapo for Shakespeare. Similar yeah. guys. I had a feeling he would nail the spelling question for some reason. I don't know why. I just thought he would get it. And uh, he had just played in Nong for the previous night for the B team, and he was delighted. He. he you got the feature in that. A bit of a bit of exposure there, yeah. So um, and, um he's starting to play now, so he's gonna be nice and uh, fit as well. Yeah. Sharp if we ever need him. I'm always interested in what colour marker they choose. Uh, there was no orange marker, so it was just the the black, orange, blue and green there. Oh god. Uh sorry by the way for not having them call out their spelling efforts at the end. Uh, I should do that for, especially for spelling Tony needs to get the yeah. thesaurus out the dictionary sometimes I'm just getting too caught up in like oh this look good on video I'm like oh shit need to make sure it sounds good for people listening as well but uh, yeah so you can watch that if you're a patron if not you can go and fuck off <laughs> <laughs> big thanks to Emma sign up to our Patreon please <laughs> big thanks to Emma fantastic plug she gave us at the end so between that and our new favourite Jack Byrne gif with the shifty eyes, that's just we're just gonna keep plugging over and over it's again. Worth its weight and go, baby. Just listen to Emma's words, watch Jack's shifty eyes. That's why you should sign up for for Patreon and give us money. Yes, more importantly, <laughs> we give, don't take. Yes, just give, give us money. Give it now. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're gonna move on to starting levels of predictions, and here it is. 
Right, I've been thinking about this all week. Oh, it's a tough one. Right, so we're gonna go. Uh, gonna presume Joey's fit. We have to presume Joey's fit because he just runs through walls and eats fucking nails for breakfast. He's tough as fucking shit. So no, Joey's in. Uh, Joey Pico Grace. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have laugh on the left. I think a bit, a bit of defensive grit. I think Faruja. He'll be dealing with. I think Laugh will be dealing with Gannon. So I think it's going to be a good fit. He'll be able to deal with him. On the right, I'm going to pull. Who do you want to deal with, Duffy? I said I wanted him Finn in the middle. Can you take a chance on Reese Marshall up against Duffy? Mm. I'm going to put Finn there. I'm going to be safe. Because I think we have enough in the middle of the park. So How about Joey against Duffy? Because he's always had him in his pocket. He's always had him in his pocket, and then you can put scales in there, yeah. maybe. And put Joey on the right. Not a bad show, prof. You could say it's too much to ask of scales, or you could just watch him at the RC and say, no, this guy's ready now. Mm. I'm going to stick Finn on the right anyway, right? Because I think he was excellent there in the final. Against Dundalk, that's why I'm going to put him there. I do like the way he presses in the middle of the park, but I think we can afford to put him on the right again on a big pitch. It's quite similar to the Aviva. Um, I'd love to see Gary O'Neill available, but for obvious reasons, I don't think he will be, so we'll leave him out. I'm going to have... Uh, McAniff Jacko Watts Bulger and Green I think we need a bit of steel in there and I think Bulger will give Watts that bit of creative freedom and he's been playing well and what better way to get him to reinvigorate himself than to put him in the big game like this Bulger with a bit of protection there and just let him play ball and hopefully come and, and we, we can take the points Uh I'm going to start Green up front. People are talking about putting Gaffney up front. I don't think it'd be wise. Well, Brad just said, confirmed, he will get minutes, whether it's from the start or the bench. Yeah, I'd, I'd start Greener. Great, you'd be mad not to start Greener. Um, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for 2-0. I think we'll keep a clean sheet again and we'll score We'll score two late ones. So, you know, it's the most confident I've been coming into a game, purely not even off the back of the performances, just from the squad as a whole. And how we've came on from last year and winning the cup and our performances against Dundalk. I think I'm hopeful more than anything because where we've tripped up in previous seasons is our fixtures against Dundalk and Bowles. We've broken the Bowles hoodoo. It's time to do the Dundalk one. We've met Dundalk at home very early in the season, the last two years, I think. And they've been uh, kind of uneventful, scarless draws, two teams feeding each other out. It doesn't feel that way this time. This feels like a big game already. Both of us have won our first three games. This feels like massive. <sighs> Nothing will be won or lost, obviously, in February. But it feels like if we were to win this, it would be a massive psychological boost. Fucking huge, man. Huge. And just, re- just remember something there. You say you don't, you won't start Gaffney. I think I remember he surprised us last year. He started Oki. And I also recall him starting uh, Dan Kerr. So, I don't think Greener is, is warranted to being dropped. No, definitely not. But Brazzer has kind of he's made some surprising decisions up front against them dark before. Depends how good Gaffney is in training. That's what really, it is. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, realistically. So uh what's your what's what's your team? I think I had the same team except I'm putting Finn in the middle and I'm putting <laughs> Joey right back. That's that's a shrewd one. Yeah. I didn't want to hijack it, but I <laughs> think I'd I like Finn, I'm gonna keep Finn out wide yeah. and I think he'd do a job on Duffy. Um Please God a cello. Uh probably depends on the weather which and we talked about that earlier it's kind of silly but like they'll bring a thousand upwards of one and a half thousand maybe 
If I give them all the tickets they want, let them come down. That's what I say. They'll be in that east stand where tales are told. Yeah. In a, <laughs> in a mutant accent. I'm uh, just moving on to the Vinnie Perry interviews. I'm looking at the Dundalk book you have here, right? This is from last year. We see things they never see, as you know. Yeah. Prof except travels. Is a <laughs> except for a roll. They are <laughs> prof is a aficionado when it comes to books. I don't know why Vinnie Perry's eyes on the back of this. Very discomforting. This is genuinely one of the creepiest things I've yeah. seen in a while. But another thing as well, he's starting to get a bit delusional. Have you th- heard him talking in the third person? I have. This, <laughs> this is what it is when you're Vinnie Perry. That's what he said. <laughs> I know, yeah. I was like, oh, he's losing it. He's losing it. And then he had a pop at every pun that he could in the last program notes. Yeah. He's losing the flat, man. I have a great little story. You'll enjoy this. Uh, talking to Liam Whelan. In uh, from the, from the point from the Wack Express, and he he quoted something that Vinnie Purse said in the media, that I said, oh yeah, I got a bit of stick for supporting League of Ireland clubs in Europe in Tala, and Liam goes, I, I know what he's referring to there, when we played Bran in Tala, uh-huh. Vinnie was there, sitting like very near uh, Liam, and we scored I think either the equaliser or the winner, and Liam goes, yeah, Vinnie was just sitting there. Stone-faced with his arms folded, and then Liam goes to him, "What's wrong? You're not happy for your local team." <laughs> and Vinny goes, "I stood up and applauded, didn't I?" And Liam goes, "No, you didn't. <laughs> you just sat there." You're telling lies again, Vinny. So that's what he's referring ching, to. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> that's what he's referring to. In the interview with the stick I got. He actually meant Liam specifically. Oh, but, uh, brilliant! And he he meant another. He met a different body yeah. frame at base hoop as well in his doing bunny ears here. Personal family abuse. It wasn't personal family abuse, mate. Stop making up lies. And uh, the front page the dark Democrat girl. Can we pin this to the dressing room wall? Can we hook it to the players' veins? I think so. That can be arranged. They're, they just wrote Brad's team talk. Maybe it's reverse psychology but in a warped, twisted, inbred, Dundalk way. But it's... They even had the enough is enough banner. That's what stood out for Oh, them. man. Yeah. They're just... It's blatant and I can't wait for it to smack them in the mouth come fucking Friday night. Love to beat these. We haven't beaten them in talent in three years. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to do the biz. Um, fourth home game for the B team against Galway is Saturday. So, possibly pop down to that. I'll do my best. Free in with a season ticket and the Junior Hoops event is on. Well, give us your prediction for us. Oh, and prediction. Pop back to that. 1-0. Woohoo! 90th minute into the south stand. Where Jerm? Do the helicopter, get barred for life. <laughs> well, I'm not addicts. <laughs> so, uh, uh, 11 a.m. the stadium as we can move back in um, to the B team game. And we have the Junior Hoops event on as well. So, uh, 10 euro memberships for the year. Sticker books, uh, stickers, special posters, goodie bags for all Junior Hoops members. Guard of Honor. At each home game, they're up to 110 members now, and they're with the players day during the summer, and they're doing a bus for an away game in the season. So once again, fantastic work by the junior hoops there, forever doing thankless work. And remember I've they did uh, God. managed to convince them to give us a sticker book each and a sticker <laughs> from because I mean why wouldn't you want it? Looking at me like I've got 10 heads. Yes, I want Rover sticker book. What's wrong with you? Well, Glenn Don gave me one last year, so you, you you need one now. Remember last year they did the the trip to Galway. Yeah, hoops bus, and they got the permission. I was tips. concerned. The permission yeah. tips from Razzo. I think I was might... thinking, go. He's a bit boisterous. You know, I don't want these kids to see something. 
I might need one of them myself from Brazzer. Yeah. Slip for harps in May. Oh, yes. As you said, absolutely no days off work left. Oh, but then. I will think of something, Prof. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the Journey Hoops and great show. Once again, Saturday, 11 o'clock is the kickoff season open, season opener. So if you want to make a day over, you can go down at 11 o'clock with the kids, bring them down, get a bite to eat, come back, watch the B team. Uh, bingo, bango. There you go. And um, another cause that's very close to our heart is the Maureen Connolly Memorial Cup fundraiser and it is going to be on the 7th of March at uh, 4 o'clock. So we're going to get the details for you now. Yeah, so we have... Um, it's in Good Council, GAA Club in Drimnet. It's beside Shore Road, Lewis Stop at the Red Lions on Saturday the 7th of March and the game start at 4pm. And remember, ladies only, as you may know, Maureen, she was avid darts thrower like John and it's ladies only and all monies. Uh, they will go to St James's Hospital Foundation so entry is a tenner and please 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 donate whatever you can all uh, entries and money has to be paid before the 29th of February 2020 and if you're interested you can and if you want to play if you're a lady you can PM uh, Margaret Edwards and you can give her a show on 087 so that is Margaret Edwards on 087 3252 if you're interested in taking part and go down on the day and just donate a few quid uh, and like I said the lads will be all coming back from Sligo as well so if you want to go down and get a couple of points and donate a few quid it's in good council so um, John's very John they're a, a fantastic hoops family we all know that and Maureen was very close to our hearts as regards to working in the sweet and just the brown bread and just everything in general so it's good to give back as uh, like we said they're great hoops yeah, so uh, club shop news, Prof. We've mini pennants, six euro. We've more blackout gear, which has flown out of the uh, shop. Green and black hoodies coming in soon in separate colours. Women's fit range ordered, so nice and snug. And uh, yeah, so this fully, fully stocked with everything, like literally everything. One of the lads picked up a, a signed goalkeeper jersey for 20 quid two weeks ago. Don't know how we came about on the day of the hike. Um, yeah, so just uh, loads of stuff in the shop. Brilliant stuff. And... I might be getting the the black hoodie myself. Someone was wearing it on the on the wackest yeah, press. Yeah, looks good. It looks deadly. The uh, we've a little prize coming up as well. We've nine nine five Instagram followers, right? Nine nine five. We bumped it up. It was it was fifteen off not too long ago. So we've got a thousand Instagram follower giveaway. If you are a one thousand Instagram follower, you will get a special prize. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because we haven't decided. But it's going to be special. It'll be very very special. But make sure you are a one thousand. Instagram follower that's Tales from the East End Instagram get involved and follow us for crack all sorts going on on Instagram it's funny stuff so follow us there and you will be you'll get a lovely lovely prize uh, so that's pretty much it for this week it's the big one prof um, Friday South Stand Block X Prof's Perch let's fucking beat these inbreds keep on hooping see ya we gotta take the power back Take it back.